You're listening to the Enterprise Mobile Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Manesh Lash. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, I'm going to be covering Google I.O. 2015. I'm going to be specifically covering the mobile-related announcements made by Google. So let's get started. Uh, the very first announcement is the new newest version of Android called Android M. It will probably be released sometime in the fall, and it's out today in preview form for developers. There's builds that you can install on Nexus 5, 6, and 9, and the Nexus player. Uh, The whole idea is for developers to get started playing with it to make sure their apps are compatible. So let's kind of go through what some of the changes are to the operating system. There's some pretty interesting changes to the OS. Uh, There's a new mobile payment system, and there's a new level of um, app permissioning. So we'll kind of go through some of those in detail. Uh, So let's go through the list. Let's go through um, app permissions. They get less intimidating in Android M. So today, when you download an app from the Google Play Store, there's a whole list of permissions that you have to accept uh, that you allow the app to have. Now it's going to be basically the app that you download from the Google Play Store will have no permissions, and then any time your app needs to request permission to something, so for example, to make a phone call or to access the address book, it's going to ask for the permission on demand. So that's going to make things a lot easier for developers. It's going to make updates simpler, because if there's any new permissions needed by your app, you don't need to request permission ahead of time. All the permission happenings happens on demand. So this should be a a really good deal for developers. Uh, Another announcement that was made was Google Chrome in all your apps. So today when you click a web link within your app, uh, it launches a mini web browser, which has a subset of web browser functionality, uh, which is not the most optimal experience for the user. So what Google is going to do now in Android M is anytime you click a web link from within your app, It's going to launch something called a Google Chrome tab, which is basically an instance of Chrome uh, within your app. So the advantage you get with this is is all the bookmarking and all the Google Chrome capabilities that you have in a regular browser are going to be available within your app. So this should provide a much better user experience for the user. Let's take a look at some of the other details for Android M. Uh, You're going to get better battery life and USB-C support. So USB-C is a new uh, USB standard that was introduced in the Apple MacBook and Google Chromebooks earlier this year. So that'll be good uh, for adoption of that new format. Uh, Android M has a a feature called Doze that's going to help you extend the battery life of the device. So basically that feature is going to be able to use the... uh, the accelerometer on the device, so motion detection. So it's going to know whether the device is really being used or not. If it's not being used for a long period of time, it's going to put the uh, OS into a deeper sleep state. So this should help with uh, battery life in the long term. The next new feature in the OS is Google Now on Tap. So right now to use Google Now, you've got to go to a separate app or a separate section of of your device. Now Google Now is going to be available throughout the phone. So no matter if you're reading an email or on a web browser or within an app, you're going to be able to call up Google now uh, to do something. So this is going to be really, really useful. So for example, if you're in a chat application and you're talking about lunch um, or dinner, it's going to come up with 
restaurant suggestions. It's going to give you uh, links to some recipes probably in, in the recipe app. And it give you buttons for Yelp and Maps and OpenTable. So it's really context sensitive. Uh, so the idea is that Google now is, is going to work with any app without making any modifications by the developer. So probably it's looking at whatever text is on the screen and then making some intelligent decisions based on that. So this this is a probably a re- really good feature, I think. Um, again, it's going to be limited to uh, Android M as of now, uh, but it's going to be very, very useful. The next Android M announcement is offline maps for developing countries. So if you live in a developing country, sometimes you have very, very poor connectivity. So Google is going to give you the ability to download Google Maps offline. Uh, so certain pages or whatever route you're taking will let you save it offline, so that way you don't need to be pulling for data as you use the map. So that will be good for developing countries. I wonder if they'll bring that to countries like the U.S. I think that's a very useful feature. So that pretty much covers all the Android M OS type of uh, announcements made at Google I.O. Uh, let's talk about some other Android or Google announcements uh, at the conference. Uh, Google has a brand new Photos application and service called Google Photos. It's basically a tool that lets you store all your photos from any device in the cloud, and then you can search and organize your photos automatically. So this is a really, really cool tool. Um, You can even upload your entire photos uh, from your desktop computer. So I've installed this on the Mac and have it upload all my photos and videos to the Google Photos app. And there's Google Photo apps available for iOS and Android uh, to experience this new service. So the the unlimited photos and videos are limited to photos up to 16 megapixels and video up to 1080p. So it's a very, very generous limit. Uh, So, so far it's been really good. Uh, Pretty much the whole emphasis on you just put all your photos into this service and then it will organize everything for you. And it also will have some intelligent search capabilities. So you could search for, uh, say, fireworks in New York, and it will find all the photos that are in New York with fireworks in them. So it's really, really nice. It's a really polished interface. I use it on iOS, and works really, really great. Some Android Wear announcements were also made. There were some more polish added to Android Wear. So there's going to be some new capabilities, including an easy option for calling Uber cars. Um, Android Wear is now going to always be always on. And Google Maps uh, will also have some changes on the watch. Uh, You'll be able to see the maps as you're navigating around, kind of like what the Apple Watch does. So overall, there's some very, very minor changes to Android Wear. There's a new app launcher, but it's just cleaning up of the... uh, OS and uh, very, very minor uh, changes. The other big announcement at the uh, Google I.O. conference was Android Pay. So it was basically Google's answer to Apple Pay. So it's ki- it kind of works the same way. You add your cards to Android Pay, your credit cards, and then when you make a payment at, at a merchant, it'll send an anonymized card number to that merchant. So it looks like it's going to be replacing Google Wallet, so they're going to be phasing out Google Wallet. Android pays the 
alternative will work with anywhere that there's an NFC sensor. So it should work at the same places that have Android Pay uh, at some point. Also, another uh, announcement related to Android Pay is uh, Android is going to support f- uh, fingerprint sensors natively. So you'll have APIs in the OS to be able to ha- handle uh, fingerprint sensors. So it's pretty much to bring Android up to speed with what Apple iOS has, has for a while now. So those are pretty much the key uh, mobile-related announcements at Google I.O. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. The next one's going to be about Apple's WWDC conference. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.